You're now listening to the Full Sport Press Podcast, featuring hosts Jehove, Jeff, and Weezy. Please enjoy the show. Greetings and salutations. I would like to welcome everybody back and some of you for the first time to the Full Sport Press Podcast, the premier sports podcast for the consummate sports fan. This is your one-stop shop for all sports-related news and topics. I'm Jay Hope. It's your boy, Big Joe. Weezy in the building. Say what's up, Weezy. What's, go- what's going on, fellas? How's everybody's week, man? <laughs> It's pretty good. Week was great. Week was great. That's what's up, man. Uh, what we got up on the show today, we? Oh uh, man, today we are going on the other side of the football, baby, mm-hmm. and doing our part three of the NFL top seven series: defensive linemen and linebackers, FSP style. For sure. Always FSP style. You better know it. Yeah. Better damn believe it. Um, let's kick off with best of the week, Weez. What you got for best of the week? Oh, my best of the week was Milky Betts hitting for the cycle, man. Yeah. First time. Tough. First yeah. play in the uh, baseball to do it this year. For sure, man. Milky Betts, Overton High School. Shout out to it. Yeah, most definitely. What about you, Jeff? What's your best of the week? Two of them, man. Uh, high School Jamborees this weekend. Mm-hmm. My coach, Glencliff Coles. Really? You know. Really? Jamboree, They hosted yeah. the Jamboree. <laughs> they hosted it. Yeah, hosting it. Did they win? <laughs> they hosted it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's your best of the week and they didn't even win. <laughs> They ain't even win, though. I'm just having high school football. I'll take a joke, though. I'll take a joke. I'll take a joke, baby. <laughs> yeah, <for sure>. <laughs> <laughs> my best of the week, man. Hard Knocks is back. Yeah, Get my, my boy Juice. Yeah. Uh, finally getting the credit he deserves. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Bless him. Mm-hmm. You got to bless him out there, for sure. I think Hard Knocks is the best sports reality TV show of all time. Mm. Yeah. Mm. What else is out there that can match up to that? That's uh, a bunch of stuff that comes on, like, ESPN. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. there's an Elite 11. There's um, E60 is hard though. Yeah, I can't watch E60 all the time. Make me cry, man. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Grown man tears. Yeah, right for, there. Real. Most for real. But I wish the NBA had the equivalent of a hard knock. Man, the Lakers this year, they need to do it with the Lakers team this year right now. And I was talking to Adam Brown about this. Shot, he was thinking they don't have a lot of drama going into the season because you pretty much know who's what's going on. Roster, yeah, so. but there's always drama in sports mm, though. Come on. The yeah, Lakers behind, this year? Yeah, yeah. behind the scenes, Come always on, something going on. It'll be good, yeah. for sure. What's the worst of the week, Jeff? Man, this is how washed I am, right? Mm-hmm. So I saw this on Instagram last night. Charlemagne, Charlemagne the God posted, did Kylie Watson make it to the NBA after Georgetown? Oh. I set up for it. Two hours debating this. That's how washed I am right now. Well, Kylie Watson makes my NBA 2K every year. <laughs> uh, so in my eyes, he does. Shout out to 2K. Comes you know, out you know where he's from, right? Above the rim. Yeah. yeah. He didn't know until you said Yeah, you're right. Yeah. No, I, I, <laughs> no I, I, Cameraman, did he that. not? I'm, am I lying? Yeah, you lying because I'm sitting right here. I didn't <laughs> say that. What's your worst of the week, Jim? <laughs> What's your worst of the week? Uh, oh. Power being um, trash. Bruh. Really? Yeah, yeah I'm done, done with him. Yeah, really? I'm done with him. No longer watching. Shout out to Coach Lock. He told me it was good this week. I don't give a damn. Um, the damage is done. I'm out. Quick, the yeah, I'm done. Quick, drop McGraw. Nah, nah, dead ass. Man, come on. It's, it's, it, mm, it's nah, always three weeks of bounce back. I'm done. <sighs> I'm done. I ain't never. I put all that time into it. I ain't never watched another episode. Just ain't for me. That's real. I'm, I'm done. done. I've been telling you that. But, uh, dang. Yeah, man. My, I don't care. My worst of the week was yeah. it's 300,000 pounds of rat meat being sold in the U.S. What? As boneless chicken wings. What? <laughs> For real, y'all laughing, y'all laughing. Uh, Dang, bro, that's tough. Nah, you I, need, I need to say that first. People need to hear that. that it should have been said three hundred thousand. Three hundred thousand. Y'all haven't seen that going on. I don't bang with bones. bones with wings. Nah, I eat all my wings got bones in them. It's a bone in flats. Uh, I eat all. I ain't that bougie like yeah, that. Yeah, for yeah. Sure. Shout out to all flats people in the world. All flats, yeah, they yeah. out here. You're different kind, man. Yeah, not for sure. Make sure you check us out on iTunes, Facebook. Instagram, Google Play, Stitcher, Beyond Pod, YouTube, and of course the SoundCloud page to catch up on the full archive of past episodes of FSP. Just simply search for Sport Press Podcast. And after you do that, check out the On Deck TV Hip Hop Podcast with Animal Brown and Spike Lou each and every Wednesday. This week's show is the Astro World Stay Dangerous album review episode. You guys check that out. <laughs> this is the thing. Yeah. I was going to talk about the actual albums, okay. which Weezy is listening Never. to either one yeah, of them. Yeah, right, right, right. Um, I think the <laughs> show world is getting a lot. A lot of pub, a lot, a lot of hype. Of pub, a lot of hype. And I don't think it's warranted. But it's a good <clears> album. <throat> it's a good album. It's not top 10. It's not even top 10. It's a good album. Not top 10 for the year? No. <laughs> no argument here. Every Kanye, <laughs> every Kanye produced album for those what, five weeks. Five straight weeks. Mm-hmm. It's a better album than Astro World. Mm. All of them. 
Astro World sounds good. Sounds though. good though. Sonically put together, very well put together. Features great. I like the way they yeah. hid the features. Yeah, yeah. Um, didn't have it on the track list, yeah. even though I had to put those because I needed to know. <laughs> put those on my shit. You that guy? Yeah, I'm yeah. that guy. Yeah, ain't nothing wrong with it. I'm I like the guy. Stay da- Stay Dangerous album. Of course you do. <laughs> West Coast Jeff. <laughs> West Coast. Um, the Ladies Room podcast, man. Check out Rizzo and Anne Marie. To find out what the ladies are really talking about in the ladies' room, their latest episode is up right now, Defending Female Entrepreneurs. You can catch up on past episodes and follow Ladies' Room Podcast on IG and Facebook one time for Coach Lot. Ladies, you look good. Shout out to the ladies. Shout out to the ladies, most definitely. First for dummies, man. Me and my dog, Adam Brown, is a self-help fashion podcast directly related to improving everyday fashion. You can catch our latest issue, <coughs> The Issue About Everything, Volume 2. Will be up on the 15th. We're going the first and the 15th, man. Shout out to it. Most definitely. Directly for the culture. Follow the show IG page at Fresh for Dummies and simply search Fresh for Dummies on all of your social media handles. Also, COD Live, YouTube.com slash Real And you can read up on your favorite FSP co host. <clears throat> with the shake. You know me? With the shimmy. Shout oh, out to Young Shiggy. Okay. Okay. Shimmy, you know, whatever okay. his name is. <laughs> He going through it out here. He going through it, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Caught up with him. Just yeah. quick. Jammed up. <laughs> blue eyes and got to him. Huh? Yeah. Now, he ain't the blue eyes. Yeah. Well, it might be. It might. Could be. Could be. Could be the blue eyes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> then you can purchase your FSP merchandise, catch up on past episodes from the other shows we just mentioned, and much, much more. Sure. Simply <laughs> search realvillemedia.com. Tell a friend to support the real. RMG. RMG. Most definitely, man. Jeff, you got 10 good rest and say, Yes, sir. I want to hear this shit. <laughs> All right, man. So, uh, wow. Okay. A little aggressive uh, introduction there. Uh, the SummerSlam card has been <laughs> finalized. So, we're going to play a quick game, guys. All right. Who you got? Mm. All right. Ronda Rousey versus the Raw Women's Champion, Alexa Bliss. Who you yeah. got, Weezy? Ronda Rousey. I got Bliss. Okay. Mm. Samoa Joe. Versus SmackDown champion AJ Styles. Who you got? I'm oh. going some more Joe. Oh, AJ Styles all day. Okay. Some more Joe. Yeah. Okay. Roman Reigns versus the Universal Champ. That's your boy Roman Reigns, ain't you? Yeah, more of AJ Styles guy. Okay. But, you know, Roman Reigns. Versus who? The Universal Champ Brock Lesnar. Oh, oh, Brock. Who you got? Yeah, Brock. Nah, I'm going to go Roman Reigns. I don't like Roman Reigns. I'm going to go with Brock. 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 That's what's up. What's up? All right. Summer Slams this weekend. We're going to see who won. Who yeah, you got? Uh, yeah, for sure. Was that the main event? Brock? The main event is Brock and Roman Reigns. Yeah, That's man. Weak. Yeah, That's solid. Yeah. Ain't bad. So out of them people I just mentioned, yeah, I mentioned six people. How many you really know? Bro, how many could you spot Rousey. out right now? If I besides, yeah, AJ Styles. Mm. You could spot. Styles. <laughs> <laughs> he, he on a roll line today. Ain't he? <laughs> <laughs> he on a roll line today, boy. <laughs> That's it, how, <laughs> how many could you spot? Probably about three. Who you got? Uh, Rousey, of course. Brock, of course. Brock and Roman Reigns. I don't know who Roman Reigns is. I, you seem like, oh, okay. Yeah. Question of the week, fellas. Here we go. One million dollars on the line. Number one. Mm-hmm. Eat a ball of hair that was pulled from a bathtub. Number two. This is. Oh, what's the money? What's the money? One. Where have you been at? <laughs> I didn't hear it. Oh, wow. Was it how much? One million dollars. Oh, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Number two. Drink a milkshake made from the pus of pimples. Number three, drink tea that is brewed from dirty gym socks. And last but not least, this is tough. Take a shot of the liquid from the bottom of a trash can. I'm done with that. I am out of there. Who said this question? They, they were going to call. They might be on suspension. They got a lot of time <laughs> on their hands. Whoever, they might be on suspension. Yeah, yeah. Whoever said that's that tough. Is, yeah. um, I'm, I'm out. Of, I don't need the money that bad. I'm out of there. I'm out of there. I'm out. This is it, Michael Jackson. The first no one way. was you pick, eat a ball eat of a hair ball that was pulled hair. from a bathtub. Yeah. Uh, but the worst one is drinking a milkshake made from the pus of pimples. <laughs> that is, that, who, that's the, disgusting. The person who thought about this. Yeah. yeah. No more questions for two weeks. I'm out. Y'all got this. So you drink, drink what made of garbage truck juice? Take a <laughs> shot of the liquid at the bottom of a trash can. God. And drink tea that. brewed from dirty gym shop. He's a, 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 he's a,
Don't forget to comment, give us a thumbs up or a thumbs down on the YouTube page. On the iTunes page, please rate and subscribe. But more importantly, don't forget to tell a friend. To tell a friend. Tell the pus pimple friends. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, about that Full Sport Press podcast, man. The revolution will be podcasted. Can you guys watch those YouTube things where they popping pimples? I, I watch Dr. You can pimple watch those? I, I watched that before. Yeah, I watch the TV nah. show. It's one of my favorite shows. Dr. You're, pimple? You're a different dude, dog. <laughs> Was great. I follow on Instagram and everything. Before <laughs> we get started with the first half, fellas, uh, Weezy, yeah, yeah, poll question for the listeners. Yes, sir. Let the people hear this poll. <laughs> this week's poll question is: Which quarterback would like to be cut by the end of training camp? Paxton Lynch, Denver Broncos, RG three, Baltimore Ravens, Geno Smith, San Diego Chargers, and Teddy Bridgewater, uh, New York Jets. Okay, so I think all four will be cut. <laughs> um, <laughs> But the person that has the best chance of being cut, I think Paxton Lynch probably, and that's Coach Lock. But we'll never let we'll never let Ooh. Coach Lock live that down. He <laughs> said Lock. Paxton Lynch gonna be a play. Coach. I'm telling you, bro. I'm telling you, bro. <laughs> I'm telling you, bro. Watch, watch bro. y'all just watch. Paxton Lynch be. <laughs> that dumbass <laughs> mustache <laughs> on Paxton Lynch. You said that, Coach. You sure did. Um, <laughs> Teddy Bridgewater be cut Teddy too because low. Sam they want Sam Darnold to start now. Yeah, yeah. yesterday. So if T- Teddy Bridgewater's cut, is he done? Nah, he'll nah. get another team. Nah, for sure. I don't know. We said the same thing about RG three. RG three got another team. He's, he's done though. He's done. He's, he keeps resurfacing. RG three is done though. Let's just keep done. it a RG three will never play. No, no rap. And Teddy Bridgewater never had a chance to blossom. Yeah, well, he got he injured. Yeah, he almost lost his leg. So yeah, yeah, that was a big injury. I got Teddy. We got. Man, that's tough. Paxton. 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 Mustache. Dumbass mustache. Uh, Let's get started this first half, fellas. Let's do it. Let's go. The first half is underway. First half, hottest sports news of the past week, like we do each and every week here at the Full Sport Press Podcast. Before we get started, I'm Jay Hope. It's your boy, Big Jeff. I'm Weezy. What's popping? Weezy, where can they find (laughs) you at on social media, champ? Oh, man. I'm FSP underscore Weezy on IG, and I'm at Hot Weezy on Twitter. Most definitely, man. Jeff, if you can. What are you? (laughs) Huh? <laughs> Don't say the whole thing now. Nah, nah, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Who you at, Jay? Uh, Jay Easley, 84 across all social media platforms. Sure, most definitely, man. Uh, is the kingdom unlocked? Ah, Instagram wide open. I'm mean, sorry. Twitter's wide open. Twitter's wide open. Yeah. Twitter's yeah. always yeah. open. Yeah. For sure. Um, I'm Jay Hove everywhere, for sure, man. Same place. How long is the wait Same list? Same city. If you, you're looking for me. <laughs> How long is the wait Same list? Same city if you're looking for me. The wait list. The wait list, list, man. Uh, get on Instagram. To get on Instagram. Yeah. Somebody said they try to get. I, I'll holler at y'all, man. Yeah, somebody try to know. get in. Alright, Joe. I was in. Alright. You know. You're gonna ask you got gas in your car to get back. Let's <laughs> 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 start it off, man. It was NCAA basketball. I NCAA. Don't know why that was funny. That was funny to me, though. <laughs> the NCAA is taking steps to try and clean up college basketball. Um, this summer's NCAA higher-ups came together to create some new rules, Jeff. Uh-oh. Here are some of the conclusions from those meetings. The first thing that we'll talk about <clears throat> is undrafted players can return to college. Now, mm. As far as specifics, they can return, but only if college players have requested an undergraduate advisory committee evaluation. So basically saying that you're testing the waters for the NBA draft. Um, this would be the equivalent of this year's uh, Malik Newman uh, that played at Kansas. Right. Uh, he would have qualified for this change. He went undrafted and signed with the Heat earlier this week. The only thing that worries about it with me is, okay, you let this guy go through the full process, right? go through the combine, he comes back, but you filled his slot uh, scholarship. Is this scholarship still available? <laughs> That's weird. Yeah. On paper, I like this rule. Right. Because there's been a lot of players we all know have taken bad advice, leaving school way too early. Um, they could have, st- you know, used that extra year of getting the skill set together. Mm-hmm. So I think of the of the changes, this is probably my favorite one. Okay, the second change will be agents can contact college players and high school prospects. What this means is college players can be represented by players, unions, and NCAA certified agents beginning after any season, as long as they request an evaluation from the undergraduate advisory committee. They are doing everything they can <laughs> to not pay these players. Yeah. No, for sure. Yeah, that's, you know what I'm saying? It's like anything. Any, anything you can just not to not play them. Yeah. And, and this one just feels like, I don't mean to climb it. Yeah. yeah you got it. Like, come on, man. Like, yeah. keep an agent away from my 14, 15 year old. That's oh, dangerous. Man. Like, for real, man. Yeah. You, give, you, you feel in his head, feeling his or her head yeah. with all type of stuff they don't need to hear. That's going to yeah. mess them up to get into the NCAA because yeah. they're going to take yeah. the money. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, the next one is the NCAA will accept help on investigations. So basically, this means 
that um, the FBI, which started the reform process with its announcement of the uh, arrest from September of last year. So how you guys feel about that? I had to read that one a couple of times to make sure I understood what was going on. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, so again, it just goes back to like, what exactly do they think they're helping by doing it? Makes It holds the NCAA accountable for what's going on and they will help out mainly due to the fact they already have relationships with the universities and yeah. the uh, ADs. So, I don't know. <laughs> and last but not least, stronger penalties. So, postseason bans up to five years and head coaching suspension that lasts longer than a year are on the table for the rule breakers. So most of this stuff won't even go into effect until 2020, 2021. I think that you know, every player on the team should at least get $30,000 a year it, with the going rate for education. A, an education, whatever the education is, at your institution. Pay them that and let them continue to play and leave as if they want to. If, now, if they go there, they have to stay three. I think that would be the only thing. So you say if if, if I yep. go to college, yep, you get thirty thousand dollars a year. A year, but I gotta play three years. Gotta yeah. play three years. Pay them biweekly. Yeah, getting pay them yeah. just like everybody else gets yeah. paid. Yeah. Put some extra incentives. Make them go to class or something. They don't go to pay. I mean, yeah. Just, if you yeah. if you don't, you know, keep up with a GPA of two five, you lose not necessarily your scholarship, but you lose the the payment. Okay, you know, like that. Just like with anything, man. Any it, what it'll do. I think college players don't have the. They go into life like regular life. And getting a and getting a job yeah. is so foreign to them. Because they haven't. Because they haven't. Yeah. They're just used to getting a lump sum of money right. or yeah. playing overseas or yeah. whatever the case may be, however you get it your money. It's a heck of a transition. Yeah, it's a hell of a transition. Yeah. It's a transition for people, but we make that transition every day not being in playing mm. college sports. Mm. So in turn, if you make the transition early, because most of these people think about it. Some people work through college. Yeah, most. Yeah, you most can't definitely. work. Yeah. Being you can't a, work a, a full-time sport, job yeah. and play sports and go No, to being a student athlete is basically impossible. So give them $30,000 a year, really depending on the school. Might be a little bit more in some schools, and let them live the way they're supposed to live. Will that cut down on scholarships? I don't think so. No, you keep everything else the same. Yeah, dude. You just, you just pay them a little just money. Just pay them a little money. you asking, that's the only negative about that? Mm-hmm. It's not a, not a negative to us because mm-hmm. we're, we're on the side of the players. But, right. I, but I can see an AD or a college saying, you're cutting into my profit now. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. But that profit, though, it's oh, it's major. It's a major, it's a major profit. profit but yeah. it, you know, but that's nah. what is that's what it's going to do. You think if you pay every every player on a college football team that much of that amount of mm-hmm. money every year, you do plus I mean, scholarship player plus plus tuition because you got that's taking the money out of the teacher sure. not out of the teacher's pocket. But you still got to pay those professors for teaching those classes that those students are in. I also think it would cut off in situations like Ty Gurley signing jerseys. Yeah. Or, or the situation we're about to talk about. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> great silly. Great silly. Let's move on to that. Um, North Carolina suspended 13 football players for the 2018 season. Well, for part of the 2018 season, excuse me, on Monday after learning that members of the team sold school issued Jordan 3s <laughs> in exchange for up to $2,500 in cash. Yeah. So of the 13 suspensions of nine players are going to sit four games. A couple of players will miss two games and another pair of players will miss just one game. Mm-hmm. NCAA has allowed UNC to just stagger the suspensions because of the depth chart and some of the players play the same position. Right. Wow. And it was self-reported. So they yeah. knew what they were doing. Yeah. Um, I can't sell my shoes. But they're going yeah. to a sneaker spot in the city of Greensboro. Yeah. Like and selling them for $1,500. Yeah. But you also have to think too. Everybody's okay. not into sneakers, yeah. So you give these dudes these player issued sneakers, yeah. and they don't give a shit about it. And them. it's a kid that grew up in a, <laughs> on a tractor yeah. that doesn't care about shoes. Yeah. And you see fifteen hundred dollars, you're gonna you can have yeah, them. You can have them. You can. Ha- I'm. I don't even wear these. I would much rather wear the team issued shoes. Yeah. You know, they're a lot more comfortable. I'm yeah. surprised it's already happened before. Yeah. I'm, I mean, well, especially in Oregon. Well, yeah. that's what I was gonna say. But right. what, what Oregon does apparently is they keep. The school issue shoes mm. until you graduate. Uh, so you have them, um, take them when you leave the school. Mm-hmm. And now the football team can't even wear those. They won't even get any specialty shoes anymore. Just the basketball team will yeah. get them now. It's really? just stupid. Yeah, no, for sure. I get it why they did it, mainly due to the fact, again, some people don't give a damn about sneakers. Yeah. Some do. Shout out to, uh, what's my man for the Rockets? Uh, PJ Tucker. PJ Tucker, uh, he was dry snitching. From Greensboro. Yeah, dry snitching. For Gets real. Gets all his shoes from Request uh, Boutique yeah. in Greensboro. Yeah, he, so. was, he was definitely dry snitching. Come on, man. The, the Instagram post did it. Yeah. <laughs> trolling. <laughs> definitely why do trolling. That? Yeah. <laughs> He's trolling, for sure. That's, that's um, crazy. 
Let's move on to the NFL. Okay. Um, the NFL sidelines are going to look a little different this year, cameraman. For the first time, the cheerleading squads of two teams will include men. Now, NFL fans will see history made this season as the Los Angeles Rams and New Orleans Saints have added male cheerleaders who will perform the same moves as the women on the field. Now, other teams like the Colts and Ravens have stunt men, but this move is certainly a step towards gender equality and inclusiveness. How do you guys feel about adding um, cheerleaders, male cheerleaders? I ain't got a problem with this. Yeah. It's in college. It's in college. I ain't got a problem with scholarship for it. Why? Most definitely. Yeah. Keep going. Yeah, we some, push people, it. some guys really love that in yeah. college, you know. For sure, we're pushing for gender equality across the board. Let's do it. So, yeah, no, yeah. for sure. I think it's, they don't get paid that well. I don't, you know, <laughs> I'm pretty but, sure they don't. Yeah, I mean, just I mean the the female <laughs> cheese. Yeah, they don't. They don't they, get paid they, they that well. So yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just keep it in gender equality. Yeah, okay. All right. So moving to the WNBA, um, the Las Vegas Aces, who are fighting for one of the league's last playoff spots, declined to play against the Washington Mystics last week. Citing safety concerns after traveling for more than 25 hours to play the game. Mm. They were tired. Let's talk about it, though. They were scheduled to play the Mystics on Friday, but flight delays and a couple of cancellations turned to what is normally a four-hour flight into a four-hour and 30-minute nonstop flight, excuse me, into more than a day. Mm. So they arrived three hours before the game time and just decided, you know what, we're not going to do this. I don't blame them. You think about how the NBA travels. Mm-hmm. Charter planes, private planes, mm-hmm. things like that. The WNBA is flying commercial. Commercial. Yeah. This doesn't happen. No. This will never happen in the WNBA. The I mean, I'm sorry, NBA game. No. Nah. They're getting treated like second-class citizens, yeah. man. And, you know, most uh, NBA, well, WNBA teams led by older players. Yeah. The team is led by a bunch of young players. Just one of its players are over 30. So, yeah. um, they stand up for a little bit more. They do. Yeah, <laughs> no, for sure. And this will be a point where – I think their CBA comes up November the 1st. Yep. So this is something you negotiate, you know, when it comes on the table. I, I hope they don't, but I can see the WNBA pushing for a lockout. Oh. It's going to hurt. Yeah, yeah it's going to hurt. And it's going to be powerful, too. But it's going to be a move. Like, they're yeah. going to push for something, some change, because oh, yeah. man. the things they're complaining about really make sense. Vocal. You yeah, know what I mean? And they're it, very vocal about yeah. it. Yeah, and the NBA treats them like, well, not the NBA. Well, yeah, the NBA treats them like they're a minor league team, like they're minor leagues or something. Yeah, this is, but, this and, is and, women's professional Yeah, and they, sure. they pros. Yeah, this is the definitely cream pros. of the crop of, of, of women. And I don't women's even watch the WNBA. Sure. But still, yeah. they treat them like they're like it's good basketball. minor league. Yeah, it is good basketball. It's, it's at a point right now where the players have become more vocal than ever. Um, use that power, man. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, for sure. They deserve a lot more than what they That's bullshit. Before we get started with halftime, man, um, let's talk about Lil Wayne. Now, Lil Wayne's Young Money APAA Sports Group is suing Sacramento Kings guard Frank Mason III for $92,000, as well as demanding the return of a diamond Young Money change and damages. Now, Mason reportedly received a $40,000 advance had $52,000 in expenses paid for, and received the $11,000 chain. The Young Money Agency alleges that um, they tried to contact him in April <laughs> to have this repaid after he split ways in March. Who's at fault here? Young Money for giving him a chain and advance money like every agency does? <laughs> or is this Frank Mason's fault trying to skip out on a bill? Come on, Frank. Come yeah. on, Frank. Pay the pay them, Frank. Pay the, pay the people their money back, Frank. He made one point three last yeah. year, dog. <laughs> yeah. That's a club night, Frank. Yeah. Come on, that's a club Frank. night, Frank. Come for on, real. man. Like yeah. you tripping? Come yeah. on, man. Look, you, <laughs> pay yeah. them people, man. At least give them the chain back, Frank. Give them the chain back. Ain't nothing you doing with that? Give them the chain back in twenty five cash, <laughs> yeah, right. and, and we gonna call it. Listen, young money tight right now. Ain't got a lot of bread moving. Yeah, money's not liquid right now, man. Why ain't on fire with this lawyer he got? So he think yeah. he gonna win every battle. Yeah. <laughs> he fight everything yeah. right now. You know for sure he need that. He need yeah. that little bread. Yeah, yeah. yeah. for twenty five. Give him twenty five in, in, in the chain, Frank. Yeah, you made one point three yeah. and never talk to him again. You ain't gotta worry about that. You dropped the agency. You didn't pay the advance. Right, it's an advance. Yeah, right. You walk down to the check cash and place the advance place. Mm. They gonna want that. Listen, mm. you you get ninety two thousand. Mm. You gonna pay they ninety two plus twenty nine. Right, or they gonna. Blow that phone up. Oh, nah, they gonna blow you going to jail, Joe. They coming for you. You going to jail yeah, now? Yeah, for sure. They gonna get theirs. <laughs> Income tax done. Oh man, they gonna get theirs. Check. Income tax check. Yeah. Your check. Garnish. I ain't gonna check. say that. Uh, I ain't way. gonna say that. Go ahead. Yeah, nah, most definitely. Matter of fact, before you say something out of the way, let's get started with halftime. Let's go. We're at the midway point. 
Enjoy all of the halftime festivities. Halftime. We have another installment of Coach Brown's two-minute drill. Coach Brown's a former TSU tight end and the current defensive coordinator for Hillsboro High School in Nashville, Tennessee. Shout out to the Burroughs. Coach Brown will give an insight on hot topics from a former player and a current coach's perspective. Let's see what Coach Brown has to say this week. Good evening. I am Coach Brown, and welcome to Coach Brown's Two Minute Drill. We're talking college football today. We're talking Alabama Crimson Tide. Jalen Hurts, Tua, are they handling this situation better? Now, let's be honest. Jalen Hurts is 26 and 2 as a starter. Now, I know Tua is supposed to be the, the up and cunning, coming gunslinger that is able to get it done and he made the remarkable pass to to beat my Bulldogs in the national title game and as much as that pains me is the Alabama Crimson Tide staff handling this properly moving on to Manhattan Kansas we're talking about legendary coach Bill Snyder going into his 27th year as a head coach at Kansas State he just received a five-year extension so he is under contract until he is 83 years old. That is remarkable. Moving on to the bum of the week. Bum of the week is going out to the Alabama Crimson Tide staff, mainly Nick Saban. I don't think the situation with Jalen Hurts is being handled right. Decided to come to your University of Ohio Learning. He's done everything that's been asked of him. And I don't think that he's getting a fair shake. I don't think so. I think if that pass is an incompletion in the national title game that won the game, we're not even having this conversation at all. We're not even talking about this because it's a mute point. So, bum of the week is going out to Nick Saban and his staff. Come on, man. Y'all got to do better. Loyalty is everything. Hey, I'm the coach. Coach Brown, that is. Rue, and I'm gone. And that is another installment of Coach Brown's two-minute drill. The first thing you talked about, Jalen Hurts, man. It feels as if he's been doing – he's been done wrong he has. Uh, by the Alabama Crimson Tide. How you guys feel about that? He's absolutely right. They treat that kid like, like he didn't win a national championship with that. Like he wasn't freshman of the year. Like he wasn't – like he's not who he is. Yeah. Yeah, he's been done wrong. And I've <laughs> never seen a quarterback at Alabama speak out like that. He should. Well, this is the thing. Tua Tagovailoa is a better quarterback <laughs> than Jalen Hurts. It's just that on that. It's just that on that. So it's very, I understand. I think Nick Saban really likes him, mm-hmm. and he doesn't want him to leave the team because he likes the actual kid. Right. This is the thing. Jalen Hurts isn't a college. He's a college quarterback. He's not a pro quarterback. So you think he should transfer? So he should have transferred this summer. He. I told you the day that he threw that touchdown pass to win that game. Mm-hmm. I said Tua will start. His little brother uh, Talia yeah. will be. He signed with Alabama. He'll be there next year. And his little brother is just as good as Tua. Okay. So this transfer, go down and fool with uh, <laughs> Old Lane Kiffin, yeah. or take his ass to uh, Independence and deal with Jason Brown. Something. <laughs> But there's no reason. You gonna bust him down from Alabama to junior saying, college? Saying, hey, look, Malik. <laughs> look at Malik. Malik. We gotta Malik. talk about Malik. Good gracious. Malik. We'll talk about Malik. Um, <laughs> but yeah, now I, I understand what you guys are saying. Yeah, it's not right, but this is the thing. We've seen a million times yeah. the better quarterback should start and the I don't better know, quarterback is I Tua. don't know if Tua is the better quarterback. Well, That's I mean, all I'm saying. High, he's gonna win a Heisman Trophy while he's there. Dog. <laughs> while he's there, yeah. yeah. Uh, not this, not this, this year. year. Not this year. You know, I you gonna bet we that? We already bet that. already bet that. Did we? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You should probably write your best now. You should probably. I got a lot of them. I know. That's what I'm saying. Sure, most definitely. <laughs> um, and Bill Snyder, coaching at 83 years old. What do you guys plan on doing at 83? Sit my ass down. <laughs> Not coaching. I ain't coaching no damn hey, football man. team. But if you love it, you love it. If you love, look, look. I mean, yeah. the, the circumstances were a lot different, but look at Joe Paterno. Look at Joe. So once, once you stop, it's over. It's over. It's over. Nah. nah. Inter- I said circumstances like was different. Oh, okay. yeah, Joe Inside. died from a broken heart. Yeah, he broke a heart. They yeah. took it away from him. Sure. Joe yeah, they had to. Joe they had to take <laughs> that shit away from Joe. Joe hurt. Joe, Joe was, Joe was a part of some bullshit. Joe hurt. Matter of fact, we're going to get out of here because it's going to go left. <laughs> Let's get started the second half. The second half is underway. Second half, 2018 NFL Top 7 Series going with the D-line and linebackers. Before we get started with that, I am Jay Hope. It's your boy, Big Jeff. I'm Weezy. What's popping? Weezy, uh, the best way to stop a team's offense is to get to the damn quarterback mm-hmm. and having a top-notch pass rusher or a do-it-all linebacker can completely change a team. And they're sometimes more valuable than a shutdown corner or a ball-hawking safety. Now, FSP asked our loyal listeners to put together a list who they perceive to be the top seven defensive linemen and linebackers heading into the 2018 NFL season. Mm-hmm. Now, 
the list changed tremendously after every show. So the first list was the quarterback and running back. We had a hundred, <laughs> and the running backs <laughs> seventy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, give or take. D line and linebackers, thirty five <laughs> max. Tops. <laughs> and the reason why people don't necessarily know, yeah, if you're playing defense on the D line, but you're an outside linebacker, sometimes you switch to D line. Like for example, Khalil Mack started; he was drafted as an outside linebacker. linebacker. He is now a defensive end. Von Miller right. is a defensive end now. Uh, probably a little easier for them to get to the quarterback. League is getting faster. League is definitely getting faster. So the the list got a little um, got a, a lot tight. of discrepancies in these lists. But without further ado, this list is strictly related to their 2017-18 stats and performance, and who has the best chance of maintaining their great play heading into the next season. The first thing that we'll talk about is the defensive lineman. Now, if you want to build a stout defense in NFL, Weezy, it would be. <laughs> Why is the start up front? Stout. Stout. <laughs> now, five of the past six NFL Defensive Player of the Year award winners have been defensive linemen. And defensive line continues to be the most utterly stacked position in football today. Now, we you want to go through last year's list, right? Let's do it. Let's go. Last year's list. Number seven, Everson Griffin. Number six, Jadavion Clowney. Number five, Joey Bosa. Number four, Geno Atkins. Three, J.J. Watt. Two, Aaron Donald. One, Khalil Mack. We go now with this list. We're gonna start with our honorable mentions, like we do each and every week um, for this top seven series. First person we'll talk about is Jadavion Clowney, who was number six on the list last year. Mm-hmm. He's the first AFC player with twenty plus tackles for a loss and twenty plus QB hits in the same season. The <sighs> thing that hurt Jadavion Clowney is JJ Watt not being there, mm-hmm. Brian Cushing taking steroids not being there um so there's a lot of things i don't think that, he's ever gonna stop taking steroids yeah, no, for sure. he's not even playing in the field this year nah, yeah no, for sure so that hurt it's just, just who he is it's just who he is man <laughs> i think brian cushion should be a line i mean a wrestler <laughs> doesn't he look like a wrestler he does yeah, yeah. He, like he, should, yeah he should be a wrestler that would be a great second act for brian cushion most definitely <laughs> the next person got jeff <laughs> My bad. <laughs> Think about Brian Christian yeah, in the wrestling room. Sure. Let's move on to another honorable mention. Everson Griffin. Mm. He had 13 sacks last year on a stout. That's the word for the day. Oh, for sure. Stout defense in Minnesota. <laughs> yeah, Stacked. 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 <laughs> that defense is crazy. You was going over that defense like they got players yeah. at every position. Every position on defense. So, but for somebody like him who's a yeah. standout regardless of the way yeah. he plays, like that just makes them even harder to deal with. I wouldn't yeah. want to play Minnesota this year. He started out the season crazy, 10 sacks in the first, what, five, five six, six games. games. Right. The thing is, it's so many people on that team that eats. Right. I think we forget and take for granted how good Everson Griffin is. And he, I think he was on my list. He was number six on my he list. He was number seven last yeah, year. So. so it makes sense, yeah. most definitely. Oh, the next person, Cam Jordan for the Saints. 29 years old, wasn't ranked last year. I think his seventh season in the NFL was his best to date. Um, that defense looked totally different, and he was one of the main reasons that that Saints defense looked top-notch last year. Um, again, I think he have a great season in 2018 as well. My guy, yeah, another guy, um, well, Weezy's guy, actually, yeah. Titan player, Jarrell Casey, probably my favorite Titan. Of all time? No. Nah, Do you have a favorite no. Titan of all time? Steve McNair. Yeah. My uncle got the, the – the McNair Oilers jersey, Tennessee Oilers jersey. That's hard. That's hard. Yeah, he hard with that. Like, right, you win. But yeah, now Drew Casey, man, is a um, good player. Is a really good player. And but slept on player. Um, <laughs> another honorable mention: Geno Atkins, the best. I would besides Aaron Donald, the best D tackle in football. Thirty years old. He was number four on our list last year. He led all defensive tackles in sacks for the mm. fifth time in his eight year <sighs> career. He's just a beast. He's one of those players, like a little stump. He about five eight, mm-hmm. five nine, nine, but you can't, you cannot <laughs> block this dude. He's a beast. Geno Atkins is a beast. He should have been on the list, but it's only seven slots. It's only yeah. seven slots. It's only seven slots. So this seven should be good. Yeah, it's gonna be to me. It's great. Yeah, for sure. Right, let's move on to number seven. Yeah, JJ Watt. Ooh, mm. he's number three last year. Mm-hmm. Only played five games last year. See, that's why. Only played three games the year before that. Ooh. Just eight games in the last eight games two past two years. Wow. JJ's been injured. Yeah, for sure. This is it, JJ. Yeah, this is it for him this year. Yeah. For real. Michael Jackson, yeah. for real. Yeah, I got, I've been hearing whispers about old JJ. What, about what now? Why, this why, might be a wrap. Why he breaking down like that? Oh. <gasps> Brian Cushion rumors. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. But when healthy, 
Can't do nothing with him. Yeah. I mean, these last two seasons yeah. been a wash, but, yeah, but you can't do nothing with him. JJ Watt dead ass. I remember we did this show for the very first time. Weezy looked at me in my eye and told me yeah. that he was better than Derek Thomas. Yeah, he did. He's better I than Reggie it. White. He did. He told said, you that. You remember that? Yeah, I did. I remember that. Very disrespectful. That was the, that was the most controversial statement you ever made my on the show. God, JJ Watt. But at the time, at the time, you wasn't you wasn't far fetched. He's now. a three time defensive player. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't far fetched, yeah. but it was wrong. <laughs> but it was wrong. <laughs> Derek Thomas is a damn beast. Derek Thomas is the best defensive player I've ever seen play. 17, tack, 17 sacks, 20 sacks, 20 sacks. God dog it. Listen, <laughs> fellas, Derek <laughs> Thomas did seven in one game. We're not, we not doing yeah. yeah. that. Yeah. Just saying. A whole different game. Yeah. But whole different. J.J. Watt? J.J. Watt's beast. He even caught a touchdown one year. Is he the best white defensive player ever? John Lynch, Erlacher, Erlacher, Erlacher got hair now. Erlacher got a full head of hair, <laughs> and you see the baby that was. You know what? Mm-mm, I ain't gonna get to that child. Uh, number six is Calais Campbell. This is Weezy's guy as well. Yeah. Uh, for the Jacksonville Jaguars, thirty-one years old, wasn't ranked last year. Um, should have been. It's yeah, he should have. It's not always about numbers with this guy. I think he's the most disruptive player. Um, since he's been what, in the NFL okay. for the last 10 years. And he's only had one season of double-digit sacks. But it was his first year in Jacksonville. They paid him a shit ton of money right. and it showed how much yeah, he's he, worth. Just a physical specimen. 6'8". No, six, yeah, 6'8". Six, yeah. He, he really can't get to the quarterback like he wants to, but that's not his job. He just wanted to call it the middle. Disruption. Yeah. Yeah. He's a monster, though. And you put him with Ngakwe. Listen, what I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> you put them two together. Shout out to you. Beast. Dante Fowler. Miles Jack. Yeah, y'all, hey, y'all how in the Minnesota defense? This defense right here is electric. This one, only thing play make corners make this defense. Mm. You can't throw. So you got AJ Bouye, you got Jalen Ramsey, home Madden, who's a ninety-seven and one's a ninety-four. Seminal. Yeah, but you can't. Run you got two. You got to be one of those guys. Either. Your safety's Barry Church. Minnesota has Harrison Smith. Done deal. Harrison Smith, the best safety in the NFL. Best run stopper safety. No, he's the best safety in the NFL. <laughs> Move on to number five. Number five. Number five, he stayed solid at number five. Yeah, he did. Shout out to Joey Bosa, the Los Angeles Chargers, man, 23 years old. Had 70 uh, combined tackles last year, which is amazing from his position. It was 12 and a half sacks. I want him on my team. Every time. <laughs> I want his brother. I hope we get his brother. No, I don't know. You don't want his brother. No, I want his brother. Check his brother. brother. That's his brother just as good. Uh, his brother check, just as good. Yeah, check his brother's Twitter account. You don't want his brother. But <laughs> Joey Bosa, I thought the sophomore slump was going to get him. No, no. He's a player. He increased his sack production. Yep. And um, he's just a player hard to stop. Now they have Denzel Perryman there. Mm-hmm. The only thing that's on that team, Derwin. Derwin. Yeah. They said Derwin ain't looking like shit in camp. Yeah, he looking like like a seminal. That, he said, I heard he's not looking like shit in camp. But Joey Bosa, Joey, he is a player. Yeah, I, wish we, yeah, I, I wish, wish we had him. I wish we had him. Oh, gosh. <laughs> but Joey Bosa at five is solid. I yeah. dig that. Number four is Chandler Jones. Arizona Cardinals, 28 years old. Wasn't ranked last year. The New England Patriots rarely make personnel errors, but trading Chandler Jones is the first one I've seen them make in, I think, the 10-year of Bill Belichick. True. Yeah, no, listen. He's a beast, man. Led the league in sex uh, with 17 last year. Chandler Jones is an animal. Um, you just got to keep his brother off that sugar book. <laughs> yeah. That Chandler Jones. <laughs> yeah, I can't even see what I was going to say now. He talking about sugar boogers and shit. <laughs> Chandler Jones a monster, though. Shout out to Chandler Jones, man. <laughs> just move on to number three. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> now, he's a beast, though, man. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. think there hasn't been a more consistent pass rusher on the D-line for the last seven years as Chandler Jones is disruptive. Um, and, again, I wish the 49ers would have made that trade. I mean, yeah. I, can't get, I can't get over the Patriots too many times. Yeah. Y'all got over on them once. But you would think <laughs> oh, we, got, we got Solomon Thomas. Y'all played them we, hot dog. We did. <laughs> yeah, we got, we got out on them. Bill knew it too. Yeah, you know what I mean? Ooh, Bill hot about that. Nah, he ain't hot about it. Yeah, yeah he is. They, they, mm-hmm. they made him make that move. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he didn't want to do that. He gonna retire. Who? Bill. Bill gonna retire in this year? Probably. If he they got, they gotta win one more. He got one. Of, he got one or two more years left. Mm-hmm. That's what they promised. Um, um, Josh McDaniel. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. We'll see. We'll move on, number three. Yep. Khalil Mack, twenty-seven years old, had ten and a half sacks last year, seventy-eight combined tackles. He's he played college in Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Should play the NFL in Buffalo. Yeah, you you were only that lucky. <laughs> Coach Lock claimed him like he yeah. Did Coach Lock call him? He said he called him, 
I might, I might give coach like that. Yeah, I, I wish you, I, you don't give me credit like that when I call somebody. But he did. Yeah, that's he, his guy. You called Isaiah Briscoe. Yeah, I sure did. And he just signed a contract. You know, he and took you him long said, enough. And you said who? You said Wade Baldwin. Who hasn't signed a contract? Oh, you also said John Jenkins, who hasn't signed a contract. I I didn't claim John Jenkins. What? No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I claim John Jenkins. What? But back to Khalil Mack for sure. I think his combination of speed and power is unparalleled in the NFL. And yeah. You know they're talking about trading him. Yeah. And you know John Gruden hadn't had a conversation with this dude. Since he got That's since bullshit he got though. We're just That's bullshit. And the fact that he plays every game every year. Yeah. Every game, every year. Who fault is that, though? Who fault? They didn't talk to his best player? Yeah. Now, the coach got to reach out. Bro. You don't have to reach out if you're a player? I don't think so. No. Hell I just go the to coach work. need to reach out with the best. Dude, and the weak defense that they had, he has yes. supporting cast is trash. 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 <laughs> he, he lost $814,000 by, by not playing that first preseason game. Dude, this dude right here is a guy that can dead ass get 30 sacks yeah. he yeah. can do that man it's not far-fetched for him to do that he can be traded too yeah, i think they're gonna trade him <sighs> come on i really do think Woo, come to the titans y'all don't need him yeah we do we get rid of uh a right <laughs> now morgan in a heartbeat oh morgan Derek morgan <laughs> bye Goodbye. hell yeah bye i take him to the airport my damn self <laughs> 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 for real. Would, would, you, would you drive him to um, oh. Oakland. If, if, if he was oh, going to get I'll go pick up Khalil Mack. I got to go. You, you driving to go to Oakland and pick yeah. him up? I ain't going to drive, but we're going to get there and I'm going to get around. We're going to get back. We're going to get back. We're going to fly there. Yeah. Drive back. We're going to get back. Child to you, Weez. Number two, man. Von Miller. Now, this is his first year on the D line list. Last year, he was number one in linebackers, 29 years old. Um, Von, uh, Von Miller is a generational pass rush. Most definitely. I would think already a Hall of Famer. Oh, he stops playing tomorrow. Von Miller is a Hall of Fame. He got personality for that. He's a Hall of Fame. His commercials are good too. Bro. Can't be stopped even when he's double teamed. That's a great. That's a hot take. I think he would, man. Stop dude, playing right now. He don't do anything. He else. got eighty three sacks already, Jim. Yeah, well, it's in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're right. You're I'm right. telling you, but he benefit. He benefit off of playing off a great defense. Oh hell yeah! And with that Wade. coach, yeah, wait. Yeah, wait. That's why I'm telling you, Lamb's going to be dangerous this year. Man, listen, and then bring in Bradley <laughs> Chubb. He's, man, dude, it's only going to be crazy, man. He had the most sacks since 2014, 48 and a half sacks. Bradley Chubb got lucky. Who? Bradley Chubb got so lucky playing with that boy. Oh, my God. That's, God, like, Chris, you, that's like playing with Chris Paul. Do you remember real. Shane Ray? I thought Shane Ray was going to look like this. You got to put in the work, too, man. Shane that's Ray true. Don't look work. Like shit. That's true. Shane yeah. Ray don't look like shit. You got to yeah. put the work in. Most definitely. Let's move on to number one. Number one. Who was number two last year? Yeah. Weezy's guy. Aaron Donald. Yeah. No question. I mean, 27. He's got some, have some contract issues with his team. Most definitely. Pay that man. Pay that man. Unstoppable. Yeah. On the line. Physical specimen. Last year. Yeah. And that, that number doesn't speak to what Hell havoc he nah. causes on the field every Hell play. Hell nah. Go ahead, Jeff. My bad. I'm just going to say, if you play that position at a young age, watch it, watch him play. Bro. Watch what he do every. If yeah. you play defensive tackle, watch him play every time. Right. That's it. And I, I know what the Rams are doing. They don't want to pay him because they think, oh, he do this every year. Eventually he's gonna get hurt, or eventually he's gonna slow down. But he's not. Yeah, man. Listen, and you think of your most elite pass rushers. They come off the end. Right. JJ Watts. Right Von Miller. Right. This man's coming straight, straight ahead, straight down the dick. Yep. Low center gravity because he what about five ten, five eleven, six one. He's six one. Mm-hmm. Listen. That's what they say. I was 6'1 and come out of high school. That I makes sense. Yeah. I ain't no damn 6'1. He a monster. Dude. If you see him, he, he don't <laughs> look 6'1. And he playing with Wade Phillips? Yeah. <sighs> My thing is, from a defensive tackle, you get double-digit sacks roughly every year. You playing football, dude. Dude, that like, three-four is crazy. Like, for real. You dude, playing football as a defensive tackle. You know who's going to be beside him this year? <laughs> and Dominican Sue. Mm. Don't be calling Sue. <laughs> man. That's just going to be crazy. Yeah. Yeah, man. So, um, Mention these honorable mentions one more time. Okay, so that was a great segue. We'll go through the list. Number one was Aaron Donald. Number two was Von Miller. Yep. Three was Khalil Mack. Number four was Chandler Jones. Number five was Joey Bosa. Number six was Calais Campbell. And number seven was J.J. Watt. So who didn't make the list was Cameron Wake, mm-hmm. Geno Atkins, Jarrell Casey, Cameron Jordan, Everson Griffin, and Jadavion Clowney. You know, it's really it's sad Leonard Williams didn't make his list. Who? Leonard Williams. Then Williams is a beast. That's some people that say, listen, it's only it's seven. Stacked. It's it's this dude, D line. So he can't he's not better than nobody on this list. No. Not on that seven. <laughs> Leonard Williams not better than nobody on that seven. Yeah, I just because he played for the Jets. Leonard no. Williams is a monster. He's a monster. I get that. 
He not better than any seven of them. I would take J.J. Watt off to put J.J. Watt on there. If I had to. If I had to. I'd take J.J. Watt off and put Leonard Williams because he only played five games. 2017 to 18. And then going into the next year, you got to go with good faith and say that J.J. Watt is And a healthy J.J. Watt is better than five people on this list for sure. Let's move on to the linebackers. Now, every good defense in the NFL has to have solid linebackers in order to be effective. Yes, now, not only are the ones usually making the bulk of the tackles the really good linebackers, they also find ways to contribute in both pass coverage and as a pass rusher. Now, right now, we're in somewhat of a transitional period at the position with household names having left, like Navarro Bowman, mm-hmm. Pat Willis, mm-hmm. my two middle linebackers. The guys. It's <laughs> Brian Cushion, who Brian we spoke Cushion. of. Um, <laughs> uh, what's my man's name with the long hair? Clay Matthews. Clay Matthews. Clay Matthews. You know, yeah. so I with the end, I with the old, mm-hmm. in with the new. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So, um, and Bob Miller again switched to, to an edge rusher, yeah. DN, um, throughout the 2018, well, 2017 18 season. So, what's up with that last year's list? All right, number seven, we had Dante Hightower. Number six, Bobby Wagner. Number five, Sean Lee. Number four, Thomas Davis. Number three, Vic Beasley. Two, Von Miller, and one, Luke Keekley. Wow. Vic. Damn. So let's go through these honorable mentions. You can kick it off. Vic. <laughs> it's tough. Yeah. All right, Weezy's boy, Alec Ogletree. Yeah. <laughs> what? That's man? He don't even know who Alec Ogletree <laughs> is, Jeff. <laughs> who did he play for last year? The Rams. Come here. That's bullshit. Hit, hit that rock. Nah. Hit, hit the rock. Why, why would you question my IQ like that? Hit the rock. <laughs> he got <laughs> traded from the Rams. Yeah. Somebody had to be the sacrifice. He's a sacrificial yeah. lamb. Yeah. Alec Ogletree was. But traded to the beast. He's about to turn. He about to make the Giants defense look a lot. Hell yeah. Yeah. Dude. He fits. I'm telling you, he fits <laughs> everything that the Giants are doing. And um, they haven't had a middle linebacker like Alec Ogletree since Antonio yes. Pierce. So it'll be. Uh, I think he's better than Antonio Pierce. You think he's better than Antonio Pierce? I think so. Damn lie, Antonio Pierce. He was solid. He was solid. He was solid. He was solid. Um, the next honorable mention, but, Blake. Uh, where Alec Ogletree go to college at? Uh oh, Georgia. Okay. Now, listen, let me tell you what you're not gonna do. Uh-oh. Nah, you can't. Yeah, I'm telling you what you're not gonna not do. Not with me. Not with me. Here we go. I ain't the one. Fuck. Yeah. Not the two. Yeah. Or not the three. Don't do that with me. Right. Blake Martinez, <laughs> Green Bay Packers. <laughs> 24 years old. Um, yeah. Listen, Blake Martinez became the first play, uh, Packer with 150 tackles since A.J. Hawk. And he's going to replace the departed Morgan Burnett mm-hmm. as the defensive signal caller. And he's going to be a beast next year yeah. for the Green Bay Packers. They interviewed him at the uh, during the preseason game and asked him, you know, what he's going to do for Encore. Mm. So he's going to try to get more tackles this year. Hey, yeah, what you better say? <laughs> I was like, hey. What do you already have? Hey. Hey. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, it can happen. Yeah. Um, and then the next person, the last we'll talk about is uh, Benardrick McKinney, Houston, okay. 25 years old. The reason he was even mentioned is because he's going to replace Cushion, mm-hmm. and he's going to be a beast. <laughs> it's between him and Zach Cunningham from the uh, Vanderbilt Commodores. <laughs> That's your man. So, um, and he's a beast. I like Zach Cunningham. I think he can play. So I think him, McKinney will be a beast. Yeah, for sure. But let's <laughs> move on to yeah. number seven. Yeah. Zach Brown. A legend in the city. Yeah, Zach Brown's a legend in the city. He's a Nashville legend. Shout out to Zach Brown. You yeah, and you had to be here. Yes. If you wasn't there, as you Kevin Brown was saying. No, no. <laughs> not a no. myth. Yeah. Nah, not at all. Well, no. <laughs> Former Buffalo Bill. Yeah. God. He's one of the fastest linebackers I've ever seen. Zach, sideline, sideline. Sideline, sideline. He's a beast. He ran yeah. a four. Three? No, not four three, but no four, 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 five in really? the combine. I can see that. Zach yeah, Brown's really? moving. Four three who in the linebacker. Not, not a four three. <laughs> but like four, 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 five. I got a sure. friend. I don't even yeah. play no more. Hey, yeah, for sure. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to tell you. Zach Brown and the Zach Brown band are coming yeah. at the OA. <laughs> well, I ain't bullshit. What's Zach Brown going to college at? Zach Brown went to North Ooh. Carolina. You can't. Hey, let's, don't play with me. I'm just I'm not saying. Hey, now, nah, for real. Let's, nah. Let's stop. You play behind that. I'm highly pissed off about it. Let's, let's, let's just highly, stop. No, nah, I'm not. Now, nah, let's just stop. I'm done. I ain't doing this no more. <laughs> All right, then. But now, nah, let's go back to Zach Brown. Um, <laughs> so, he bet on himself, Jeff. He did. He signed a one-year deal with the, Reds, mm, with the Washington, Washington football, football team. Most definitely. Yep. And raised his value. He did just that. $24 million after he had 127 tackles. So, sideline to sideline. Um, they haven't had a sideline, sideline linebacker since 
London Fletcher. London Fletcher. Yeah, Since London sure. Fletcher, yeah. for sure. So Zach is there. They had to pay him, man. Yeah. They had to pay him, for sure. Shout out to Zach Brown. Shout out to Zach Brown and his band. And his band. Yeah. Nashville <laughs> legend, bro. Yeah, a legend. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Number six is Deion Jones. Shout out to Deion. The Falcons, 23 years old. Wasn't ranked last year. Now, 43 NFL insiders voted on the lineup of the best lineup of NFL players under the age of 25, and Deion Jones was listed as the middle linebacker on that team. So, to let you know, Deion Jones is a beast. Mm-hmm. Just an animal. Monster. Yeah, no, nah, for sure. Not, not solid on the sideline, just a run stopper mm-hmm. to me. You know what I mean? So, solid player, man. Definitely going to move up the list as the year goes. Oh, yeah, yeah, nah, they, they, sure. they needed a player that played the middle really mm-hmm. good. Yeah. They got yeah. your Vic Beasley on they the got end. Vic, yeah. they, they got, got your boy at the corner over there. Oh, yeah. Uh, ah. I always want to call him a Sante Samuel, but it's not. Yeah, <laughs> he looked like a Sante Samuel. True, True fine. fine. Yeah. True fine. And so, uh, they, need, they got your boy in the middle now. Yeah, nah. And then they have Tack McKinley. It's, and they have a safety. They went to the University of Florida by the name of we Keanu know. Neal. Yeah, we know. Man. And then Brian Poole is on the other side of the corner. Yeah. Just let you know where we at. Oh, Speaking of college, where did Deion Jones go to college? Oh, here we week? go. Here we go. I'm not playing that game with you. Okay, it's over with. Okay. Smooth. Cameron, he went there last shoot, Cameron. Okay. <laughs> I'm th- that was it. I'm done now. I'm done. Don't don't ask me where Eric Kendricks went to, to college. <laughs> it's over with. Okay, speaking of Eric Kendrick, <laughs> number five on our list. Okay. <laughs> 26 years old, man, 113 tackles last year, playing for that, let's say, vaunted now. Oh, Don't want to say stacked yeah. or stout. Yeah. He's vaunted defense yeah. in Minnesota. Um, <laughs> vaunted is funny. Yeah. He went to UCLA, Weez. Yeah, yeah. I don't, don't want to play this game yeah. at all. And I, I leave him alone. Yeah, leave him yeah. alone. Yeah. I'm not playing this game at yeah. all. <laughs> yeah. I can take a joke. <laughs> I can definitely take a joke, Weez. Yeah, now nah, I'm I'm calling in that Eric Kendricks will be a Pro Bowl in 2018. Now, Minus cold. Cold. And the reason that it doesn't look like it is because all of the other players that are around him, Anthony Barr, you got uh, on the D line. You got Marcel Darius. You mm-hmm. got Everson Griffin. You mm-hmm. got now you got Sheldon Richardson on that D line. Then the corners. It's crazy, man. So it's it's only so much that you can do playing on a team like that. But Zim, Zim got those boys move. You know, you look at his progression. When he's going up in tackles every year. He's played more games every year. Mm-hmm. My kind of player. Yeah, no, nah, for yeah. sure, man. Shout out to Eric Kendricks, man. Should have been a little higher on this list. I don't know about that. Yeah, he should have been higher than Dante Hightower, who is our number four <laughs> player on this list with the New England Patriots. Twenty eight years old. Um, last year he was ranked number seven, and mainly reason that he isn't higher. Well, I don't know if he's higher than the person in front of him, but <laughs> I think this is his peak right here. Oh boy! Um, Dante Hightower only played five games last year, but yeah. showed how much that he meant to that Patriots defense because they gave up 366 yards per game after he was um, injured. So in those 11 games, both sides of the field, man, versatile play inside and outside. But He's a beast. But you don't think he should be on the list. No, he should. He should be on the list. I never said he should be on the list. I just think Eric Kendrick is a better middle linebacker. It's just me, though. That's just you. Move on. Number two. I am good, yeah. For the Ravens, Mr. C.J. Mosley. Sure. Prototypical linebacker, 26. Been in the league four years. 132 combined tackles last year. Mm-hmm. That's what you want your linebacker doing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. With Alabama? I knew that. I knew that one. Yeah. I knew that one. Yeah, 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 no, for sure. Now, now yeah. on this guy, I didn't know he was going to be this good. I didn't. I, yeah, 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 you did. He, he was that good in Alabama. He had good teachers around him, too, in yeah, the program. Yeah, yeah. I didn't yeah, see yeah. him being that good. Yeah, and then you look at C.J. Mosley, and you say Ray Allen. I say Ray Allen. Ray Lewis comes out and says, hey, it's the best linebacker in football. So, yeah. But he picked up right where Ray left off. Yeah. Second team all pro three times, three pro bowlers. Um, he's in a contract year this year. Yep. Pay this man. Pay him a little. Baltimore, pay this man <laughs> because he's a transitional talent. Yeah. He's needed on this team. And he's consistent and durable as hell. Yeah, playing every game every year, except for 2016, he missed two two games. But yeah, it's crazy durable. Mm. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, number two, who should have been number one? Uh oh. Um, Bobby right. Wagner, the Seattle Seahawks, 28 years old. Last year, he was ranked number six. Bobby Wagner has been the best NFL linebacker for about the last three and a half years. Just nobody talks about. It. Last man standing on the uh, great Seattle defense. Mm-hmm. Um, made first team all pro three times most recently a year ago where I think was just was his best NFL season and there's no way after the season he came out he's not the best linebacker in football really dude like seriously I don't think he's had the best season the last three years he didn't no have he best said season. his best season you say he's been the best linebacker for the last three years and he's been the best linebacker that's, to me that's not true now granted he was playing with Cam Chancellor and Richard Sherman and mm-hmm. Earl Thomas and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Everybody else on that defense, Michael Bennett, Bobby Wagner was the glue on this team, and he's gonna show you because he's gonna be a beast this year too. I'm telling you, dude, dude, Bobby Wagner's a 
He's now he can play. He's a beast. I don't think he's been in Luke though. He can play. Listen, man. Now they got Ken Norton <laughs> as their D as their DC. So I, just, I think it'll be another great year for him. And they're just happy and better pray that they because he's under contract until 2019 as well. So hey, pay that man. He deserves. It. Is it this year for him? Yeah, and I think his contract is through 2019. Mm. Yeah, yeah, they not, they're not gonna pay him. Yeah, they need to. They, 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 they're doing a full makeover. Yeah, he's the best player on defense. I think he's the most important person besides Russell Wilson on the team. Oh, most definitely, yeah. I agree. But I don't yeah. think they, I think they they have reached a point to where that team had a window. Right, they were young. They made the Super Bowl runs. Oh, my Cam, bad. Cam, Cam want to move on. Oh, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, number one, Luke yeah. Keekley. Yeah, not sure why we even discussing this. Um, this is the best linebacker in football, arguably. He's been the most consistent most. and most. No, no, he missed six games last year, y'all. He missed six games, two thousand sixteen. That's last year. Yeah, before sixteen. Last year. Last sixteen. Year. So this, this is the thing. Bobby Wagner didn't miss no games that year. <laughs> Jay, I heard you say yourself. I love Luke Keek. Yeah, it's my guy. Mm-hmm. It ain't no question. Okay. Bobby Wagner does more though for the team. He had a, he's good. He's good. I don't know if he does more than. Luke is a beat. Thomas Davis is also out there. Yeah, but he don't get <laughs> Shaq Thompson is also Shaq out there. Shaq Thompson. Shaq Thompson is also out there. You go, but you count all those players that play with Seattle it's to true. help Bobby Wade. Come on, man. Dude, that's true. That's the least boom. Yeah, this, that's this, this Luke boom. He lose on you know every single every tackle. single play. Every I, single. He's one of the best linebackers I've seen play. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. He's concussion protocol. All uh, well, okay. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, who yeah. ain't? Shit. Yeah. Come on, man. I'm just saying. If you don't count that against them, you know. Yeah. I, test win. And, yeah. I test and statistics. Luke Keekley. I understand him being number one. It's not even close. But I'm saying for an argument that Bobby Wagner had a really good 2017-2018. Just as good as Luke Keekley. Very good 2017-2018. Yeah. yeah. He played 16 games for Bobby Wagner. Only had 97 tackles, though. Oh, he had 133 tackles. Excuse yeah. me. 97 total mm-hmm. um, single tackles, 6 to 36. So, yeah. he had a good season for Bobby Wagner, but not, he's not Luke Keekley. Luke Keekley's a beast. Luke Keekley is that different. He is that. I wouldn't say With that. With Josh Norman gone. With Josh Norman gone, you got Thomas Davis there, too. He's solid. He's Thomas good. Davis is really good. He's a good player. Yeah. But you, when you game playing, you scheming. Yeah. I got to get away from him. Yeah. You got. You better get the hell away from him. Bobby Wagner the same way. They, Todd Gurley, who he he sees Bobby Wagner more than he sees Luke Keekley. I said, respect that. He said easily Bobby Wagner. He said Anthony Barr okay. for the Vikings. And he mentioned, of course, Luke Keekley mm-hmm. and C.J. Moses. Those yeah. were his guys. But he said, of course, if you see a person more. Twice a season. Right. Yeah, exactly. That's our list, man. Shout out to us. Number one, man, Luke Keekley. Arguably Number two Bobby Wagner <laughs> Number three CJ Mosley Number four was Dante Hightower Number five was Eric Kendricks Number six was Deion Jones And number seven Zach Brown And his band um, Honorable mention Legend Yeah the legend <laughs> Zach Brown um, Honorable mention Alec Ogletree Blake Martinez And Benyardic McKinney For the Houston Texans And that is The NFL Top 7 Series yeah. D linemen And linebackers um, next week we have DBs. We got corners and safeties. Yeah. Um, send those lists in. Yeah. Now we'll have 127 of those. Almost there. Oh my God. Yeah. Prima donna positions. Oh, cornerback safety. Showing up. Man, <laughs> people show up for that. We we got a in case you missed it because I got one too. You Uh-oh. got one too. Yeah. I'm gonna circle back with mine. I know. What you I was saying 300 pounds of rat meat, man. Are oh, you starting to take 300 <laughs> pounds of rat meat? Watch out, That's man. A lot, man. 300 That's a pounds lot. of rat meat is in the U.S. It's boneless chicken wing. Yeah, that that, that's, that makes my stomach hurt. Yeah. That, that ain't I cool. can't believe. Yeah, y'all didn't hear about that. Y'all missed that. I missed that one, bro. I missed that. I'm sad I did. I, well, mm-hmm. I don't eat boneless wings no way, but still. Yeah, for sure. In case you missed the cameraman. All right. <laughs> the Arizona Cardinals um, have a seven-pound gridiron burger. What it has is five burger patties, five hot dogs, five brats, Mm-mm. eight chicken tenders, Mm-mm. eight slices of bacon, 12 ounces of fries and 20 pieces of American cheese and one coffee. with pickles and tanker sauce on it. You know, you know, if you eat that, you know where you're going. <laughs> the upper room. The upper room. <laughs> Ain't no question. How much this burger cost, you ass? Anybody got a guess? <laughs> Damn. Yeah, for real. Yeah, that was it. That's how much it cost. It's what? $75. $75. Yeah, $75 for that burger at the Arizona Corner. Shout out to you. Shout out to you, cameraman. $75. $75, <laughs> man. That's a burger. Um, next week, man. <laughs> he said, least Corner. <laughs> Corner safety. Corner safety. FSP style. Lockdown. Yeah. Um, anybody else got something to say before we get out of here? 
right. So right. tweet us with questions <laughs> throughout the week at Full Sport Press. Don't forget to comment, give us a thumbs up or a thumbs down on the YouTube page, on the iTunes page. Please rate and subscribe. But more importantly, don't forget to tell a friend. To tell a friend. Tell a friend. About that Full Sport Press podcast. Weezy. <laughs> Everything paid for, baby. Yeah. Camera's always on, bro. And the revolution will be podcast. We are out. Life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and look around once in a while, you could miss it. Thank you for listening to the Full Sport Press Podcast. To catch up on prior episodes, visit the SoundCloud page. And don't forget to tell a friend to tell a friend. The revolution will be podcasted. <laughs> <laughs>